Hey guys, welcome back. So if you've listened to my first episode, you already know what to expect. Um, <laughs> I'm still learning how to do all this podcast stuff, so it's still very hard to try to find a nice quiet spot because I'm realizing that this thing picks up more than I um, imagine. So anyways, though, let's get to this. So as you can see from the title, I will be talking about my anxiety and depression. Now, before I, I guess, get into this, just know in no way, shape, or form am I a professional doctor, therapist, counselor, whatever you want to call it. Um, This is mainly just to pretty much let you all know what I've gone through when it comes to uh, mental health and um, letting you know how I've gone through some things and what I'm still struggling with when it comes to my anxiety and depression, etc., etc., um so yeah let's just get into this um so since i was i guess i don't know i guess really young i feel i have had anxiety since i was like i don't know gosh maybe since i was like five or six i now i think about it i mean it started pretty early on um i wasn't diagnosed or anything at the time you know i was just a valley girl um (laughs) living i guess my life um there were indicators um now that i look back that indicated that there was some anxiety and you know just some things going on that i didn't know how to fully communicate um just for an example and again (laughs) this is really embarrassing to say um but you know i was little and i'm just gonna tell you all the truth um but yeah so at the time i remember constantly having to poop or pee (laughs) Um, and I remember being in school and there were certain things that made me anxious. I remember feeling either scared or nervous or I I remember just even feeling like I never wanted to be judged. I never wanted to be put on the spot. You know, there was times where I would have teachers yell at me, um, or get after me for something very small and insignificant and, um, and I would start just having this uneasy feeling in my stomach, like as if I felt sick, like I was going to throw up. And because I was scared um, of facing my teachers or whatever, instead of asking them, you know, if I could use the restroom, because half the time they wouldn't let me, I would either poop on myself or actually pee on myself. And they would have to call my mom to come and get me or they would try to find um, extra clothes to, um, you know, just (laughs) take care of it. You know, I would have to whatever, wipe myself down and, you know, put my clothes in a different bag. Um, So, yeah, that was embarrassing. Um, Eventually my anxiety indicators turned into as as i got older of course so that happened i would say throughout elementary when i got older around 10 11 um and eventually those anxiety indicators turned into me pulling out my eyebrows so like my eyebrow hair uh, my eyelashes um and i know i know so it's for them so there's some of those that may think wow mika that's really weird i've never heard of that or maybe there are those that are like oh my god i have done the same thing um just to let you know guys anxiety looks different on everyone and trust me i have heard so many people tell me 
what triggers them and, and things that they do you know it could be like tapping of the foot it could be um cracking knuckles or whatever i mean there's there's so many different things um but yeah so anxiety just looks you know different for everyone um i had kept up with doing that with like pulling out my eyebrow hair and stuff um for a good while actually for a long time and um i would say that i got better with not doing that <laughs> as much uh, when I got into college so it was definitely a nervous tick of mine for sure like whenever I would just get nervous or when I would get into my own head and I would be thinking about so much things happening you know I you know I just just my thoughts you know anxiety I feel like definitely triggers the thoughts first and foremost and then that just spirals out of control um so yeah um i would say that i'm a little bit better now managing that um sometimes i will find myself aiming for my eyebrows or whatever but i have to remind myself like okay stop it <laughs> you know like i'm way much more better than what before because i remember i think um in middle school and stuff like that like i pulled out so much of my eyebrow hair like so much like they would look so bad and eventually I had to learn like how to pencil them in and all this stuff it was just it was just a horrible mess you know in middle school so yeah so I mean pretty much guys I mean I feel like anxiety I feel like almost everybody has anxiety and there's different forms and and, and levels I guess if you want to say of how it looks for everybody you know and I know people have taken care of it in different ways whether that's with medication maybe yoga or whatever i you know i'm i'm not entirely sure whatever people's preference is but i will get more into that in a little bit later um and now i guess too i would talk about my depression so this is kind of a tough one to talk about because this kind of does tie in into my testimony which i eventually will share um soonish i just gotta figure out how long i'm gonna definitely talk about that because that's definitely um a long-winded but anyways so when it came to my depression um i didn't say i started dealing with it maybe when i was like about 10 or 11 years old i had moved to a huge city and um I felt like such an outcast, you know, I, I was a valley girl. Um, all I knew were pretty much Hispanic, Hispanic culture, you know, um, where I'm from, there was nothing but that, nothing but Mexican restaurants. Yes, we had your occasional Whataburger, McDonald's, IHOP, Denny's type of thing, but it was just like such a huge Mexican culture. Yes, I saw blacks, I saw whites, but it wasn't a predominant thing. I guess it wasn't super diverse where I was from maybe because i was close to um san benito you know brownsville i mean all those are close to you know mexico as well and um i was just used to that you know and so um when i was 10 my mom moved her and i to san antonio and of course my mom wanted to definitely get me more diversified if that's a word and she wanted me to grow up in a safer environment um she wanted me just to have a better life and of course i totally respect for you know have respect for it now i mean yes i'm not a mother but i can definitely you know get the reasoning behind it um now looking back but yeah so i moved to the north side <laughs> um 
and which at the time I said I didn't know the difference, but you know how north side, south side, and all those sides work. But um, in San Antonio, of course, north side is known as being you know the more nicer part of town. And I remember, you know, feeling very out of place. I felt like such an outcast. You know, here I am, new. You know, brown, short, black hair, um, a little bit more developed in other parts of my body (laughs) than most other girls my age and I yeah I remember I think maybe the first two friends I made um you know they were white and I remember just my first day of school um my mom had pulled me out I think it was like sometime in my middle school yeah my no no my middle school I'm sorry my fifth grade year um towards the end so I had like I literally did only three months of elementary um when I was in fifth grade here in San Antonio and I remember my first day and I was like super in shock because I was like um mom like why (laughs) why is there so many white people (laughs) like I was like where is you know the brown people like it was just like the dumbest probably question I don't know of course my mom was just like Mika like stop like let's not go there you know and I'm like what do you mean like I'm just confused like why does everybody look the same you know and of course looking back I'm like well I mean I guess because I was used to seeing everybody who looked like me so um I remember just um being just super shocked and I felt like I just stood out so much um and on top of that I was going through things at home you know um my mom and I, we had moved in with my cousin and, you know, she was getting a divorce from my dad. Um, you know, it was just a whole lot of change. And I just felt just very like nobody really knew what was, you know, obviously what was going on. And I couldn't put into words. I felt like I couldn't talk about anything. And, you know, um, I didn't grow up learning how to communicate healthy you know, in a healthy manner when it came to how I felt about things and how I saw things and, you know, hey, is this, you know, is me thinking this okay? Like, you know, is this normal? Like, is something wrong with me? Like, I just felt so different, but I felt so scared to be different, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, um, my depression, I would say, started um, definitely towards my, towards the end of the fifth grade year. I remember, um, I don't even know honestly how it all started, but I remember for sure just getting bullied for my weight. Um, I remember, I think it started when I overheard some girls looking at me. Well, first I saw them and then I overheard them saying something about like, oh, I don't, I don't think it's possible for her to be pregnant or no, I don't think she's she's pregnant and, you know, oh, if she is pregnant, then you think she's like six months or, you know, it was just like very weird. At the time, I was just like, what? Pregnant? You know, I'm just like, you know, in my head, I'm like, I don't have a kid. You know, I'm all confused. I'm 10 years old, you know, so I'm just like, what? You know, and I remember going home to my mom and I was like, mom, like these people are saying this like. I was like, I just don't understand, like, why they're saying that and stuff. And and I was just like, I'm, why would they say that? My mom, of course, was just like, what? Like, are you freaking serious? And, of course, her being the mama bear, she was just like, you know, like, don't listen to them. Or, like, you know, like, 
just don't hang out with people like that. And I mean, I don't know. I vaguely remember, but I was like, okay, you know, that was that. Well, then I remember going back to school and one of my good friends at the time, um, her and I were, yeah, we're pretty good friends. We remained friends all the way up until like eighth grade, but, um, she was my first friend actually. And she, uh, in San Antonio. And I remember just asking her like, Hey, like, do you know why people are saying this? And she was like, well, I'm not sure. Like people, I guess are just thinking that like you're pregnant just because of how big your stomach is. And like, you know, you're short with a stomach and it looks like, you know, and of course, you know, she's 10 as well. So she was just being super honest with me, you know, and, and I, I asked her, I asked her what was up and she told me and, you know, I have respect for her now because she was just honest and real. And I was just like, okay. Like, I just was like, okay, cool. Like, I guess I am fat. <laughs> and I was like, um, you know, it is what it is. And um, at the time, I didn't really focus so much on my body image. Now, fast forward to middle school. Middle school was a whole different world for me. I mean, gosh, everything. I just felt like I had to grow up so fast and, you know, be up to date with all the girls and the fashion and the makeup. I mean, gosh, there was 11-year-olds wearing makeup. Like, you know, and I remember begging my mom, like, oh, mom, please, can I wear makeup? And she was like, um, you are too young to wear makeup. And I was just, like, super sad because it's like all my friends are wearing makeup. And, I mean, looking back now, I'm like, well, thank God my mom didn't let me wear makeup because I would have looked freaking weird with being 11 years old and wearing makeup, to be honest. But um, anyway, so... I would say that the depression definitely grew worse um, in middle school. I was, you know, friends with a lot of people. But, again, it was like there was just like a lot more bullying. Um, In middle school, kids can definitely be mean. And I remember just, you know being so sad because I knew I looked different again I looked different I felt like I stood out you know I was definitely a follower you know I was very didn't have a lot of self-confidence in myself and I would just follow people around like who was a cool group who was who was known as being really cool and you know who could I hang out with that you know kind of would protect my image you know like who could I befriend and it was like for me it was just like all about survival which is sad obviously because when you go to school it shouldn't look at that way for anybody and I remember um yeah just trying to hang out with the cool crowd and the cool crowd um were pretty much like the ripples <laughs> and I remember just hanging out with them and being in with them and it felt great and all that stuff like that but still the haunting of my weights always came back in some shape way or form um i would get you know told certain things like like oh like why is it that you have bigger boobs and like oh are you pregnant or like oh you know my mom said that boobs tend to grow more when you're pregnant and like i would get all these things like I remember like being in the locker room and it's just all these things and I'm just like what and again I'm still a child obviously and I'm like what is going on you know 11 years old not knowing why or you know why are people telling me this like I just didn't understand 
and looking back you know obviously I do see pictures of me and in my opinion I don't feel like I was such like a fat kid yes I've been thicker um, than most because of my Latina side and whatever genetics whatever you want to call it but you know looking back I'm like oh my god people were so cruel to me telling me things about like okay yes I'm more developed yes I have bigger hips I have boobs whatever you want to call it but it was no it gave people no right to bully me about my weight whatsoever or to tell me things and you know I think that's where it stemmed a lot you know from my depression just feeling just not worthy enough not pretty enough for anybody and etc and that's when I would say for sure the depression worsened um in middle school I remember um I started to become anorexic um I remember losing a lot of weight in the middle school and I wouldn't eat a lot um I wouldn't uh, I would eat like once a day I would eat one big meal per day I would constantly exercise I remember losing so much weight and I was so proud of myself because I remember I think this was in the eighth grade year going back to school after the summer and people like oh my god you lost so much weight oh my god you look good and I remember just as high getting this high off of that and being like oh cool I, this is something I can control this is something that I can maneuver etc etc well yeah <laughs> let's just say that turned out to be worse because me feeling like I can control it meant I had to be up on my game um as far as not gaining any weight making sure I maintain that and I was 13 like yes like don't get me wrong like we are supposed to you know promote healthy eating and positive body image with you know pre-teens and teens but I didn't know what the heck I was doing and I was becoming super anxious um anxiety was setting in having to maintain this weight um and depression because I felt like oh my god if I gain if I do gain you know my weight back I am not going to be in the cool crowd. I'm not going to be noticed by guys, etc., etc. Well, yeah, this is just the beginning of how I was dealing with my anxiety and depression, guys. Um, I'm going to finish up here because it's definitely long-winded and I'm definitely going to go more into it as far as how it's affected me um, in general but yeah so just listen and keep on listening for part two of the anxiety and depression um so thank you again for hearing this and i look forward to sharing my story or continue sharing my story (laughs) sorry bye